This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today is Friday, August 26, 2022, and the FBI told Facebook that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian propaganda, lying to Facebook and attempting to interfere in the 2020 election. Biden said he has no respect for MAGA Republicans because they're fascists, and Trump affidavit to be released live on this show. We will be covering it all. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. This is a Fox News alert, and we're not overselling that. This actually is a blockbuster story. So the CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, just went on the Joe Rogan podcast. And while speaking to Rogan, he admitted that Facebook censored the New York Post's accurate reporting on Hunter Biden's laptop, which, of course, we all knew. But that Facebook did that because the FBI intervened and told Facebook that that laptop was Russian disinformation. And, of course, how would Zuckerberg know? They believe the FBI. Now, keep in mind, the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop when they said that. They've had it since 2019. So when the FBI told Facebook that on the eve of a presidential election, they knew it was a lie. They interfered in the last presidential election. If ever there was an attack on democracy, it's the country's largest law enforcement agency weighing in in a dishonest way three weeks before the voting begins. Yesterday, we saw confirmed for the first time in human history the unconstitutional censorship of free speech and truth via the federal government in order to interfere and rig an election to promote Joe Biden and Democrats. This came from a third-party source, a billionaire, and perhaps human cyborg hybrid named Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. He is half robot. He is programmed to tell the truth. He is here to tell you exactly what happened on the Joe Rogan podcast when the FBI went to Facebook and demanded they censor true information in order to get the political outcome and election outcome that they wanted in 2020. The smoking gun is here. It is not just smoking. It is red hot. It is so hot. If you touch it, you will burn your fingers. And it happened, of course, on Joe Rogan's podcast. How valuable is Joe Rogan to the ecosystem? How valuable is Joe Rogan to the movement of truth? I don't believe Joe Rogan is a conservative. Joe Rogan ain't a Republican. I think Joe Rogan is anti-Trump. Joe Rogan was a Bernie bro. What I'm saying is that Joe Rogan in his interview style is able to hit and hammer and weather away at an issue until he gets to the actual root, the way that small pieces of sand will erode the entire rock. A boulder on the beach will be ground to nothing. And Joe Rogan was able to ask question after question after question of Zuckerberg yesterday about this issue. Mark Zuckerberg clearly 
is upset about this issue. He's ashamed about this issue. And he said, this is a quote, this sucks because what Facebook did was censor or de-boost, essentially de-platform true information about the Biden criminality. Mark Zuckerberg talking about this on Joe Rogan's podcast. This is the bombshell clip. We could, I mean, our jaw was on the ground when we saw it. Take it away, Zuck and Rogan. Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York Post. Yeah, we had that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was, the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So here we have the verified proof for the first time ever that the FBI goes in to these social networks and they corrupt them. They say, this is Russian disinformation. You better not be sharing it or allowing this on your platform. Now, Twitter straight up nuked the stories. You weren't allowed to share the stories. The New York Post was locked out of their accounts for months because they reported on this true story. On Facebook, it was different. They de-boosted it in the algorithm. They used the algorithms essentially to choke out the distribution of the story. So if you shared it, then you would see maybe half the engagement or 20% of the engagement. Now we sort of feel sorry for Mark Zuckerberg here because you have guys with warrant power and gun subpoena power coming to you, guys in FBI jackets, being like, you better not allow this story to be shared on your social network. What world are we living in? This is what the FBI is doing now? The FBI is essentially functioning not only as the paramilitary police for the Democrat, but also the PR wing for the Democrat party in order to help make sure and ensure that their favored candidate gets elected and that real information, the FBI had the laptop 2018. They knew this laptop was real. All you have to do is crack it open and turn it on to see way too much of Hunter Biden than could ever be created inside of the most sophisticated Russian computer laboratories. Let me tell you, I've seen, I've seen enough Hunter Biden, all right, in my lifetime. I have seen too much of that man's crack, all manners of it. It's enough. This is a real laptop. This is verified true. And the entire state used their powers in order to shut the story down and demand, they muscled in on Facebook. We're broadcasting live on Facebook right now. We love our Facebook audience. We like the platform. We are like a Facebook-centric uh, uh, publisher. We publish a lot on Facebook. We do a lot of original content there. We like the platform. 
We technically feel bad for the people who are getting muscled in on by guys with guns, subpoena power, with people who can issue warrants to destroy your business, and they're showing up on the eve of an election saying, you better not publish this story. Mark Zuckerberg saying that the FBI interfered in the 2020 election. The FBI basically came to us, I'm going to read you the quote, some folks on our team and say, hey, we know there was a problem. You better be on high alert. We thought there was Russian propaganda in 16, and now we are on notice that there's going to be a dump similar to that. So be vigilant. The FBI knew this was true information, and they were wanting to use the powers of the federal government to infringe on America's First Amendment rights. Now, the other thing that I think is important here, and I just can't believe I have to say this, it's not the FBI's job to sit there and decide what's true and what's not. We do have a free country. You all have the ability to have your own opinions. You have the right to have your own opinions, and you have the right to say those opinions. And technology, if First Amendment wasn't written so that just a guy could scream on the street corners. You know, there was mass publication, free publication when the First Amendment was written. People owned newspapers. People owned pamphlets. You could tell larger, bigger stories. There were people with distribution centers like Facebook. It wasn't as big. It wasn't as digital. It wasn't worldwide. But the First Amendment didn't stop applying to them. The world we're getting into is insane. This is so openly and egregiously unconstitutional that the FBI is censoring the rights of Americans to have the ability to know things about the people that we are going to elect as president? Guys, what world are we creating here? Zuckerberg said that the FBI did not specifically identify the Hunter Biden laptop story as Russian propaganda. They said it fit the pattern. Something that won't surprise you at all is that I am addicted to my cell phone. Why? Well, because I run a digital news company and at The Benny Show, we have 10 employees and they need to be online and their service needs to work and we need to make a profit to keep in business. So I have got to be balancing my budget as well. So how do you stay online and balance a budget, especially in these tight economic times? Use Pure Talk. We use Pure Talk at The Benny Show. It is the official sponsor of The Benny Show, and their service is incredible. It is the most reliable 5G network in America, and for just 30 bucks, you can get talk, text, and data on America's best network. And with the code Benny, you get 50% off your first month. Most families save around 75 bucks by switching over to Pure Talk. That's like a tank of gas. And who couldn't use an extra tank of gas in Joe Biden's America? So go over to puretalkusa.com and use the code Benny to get 50% off your new cell service today. And if you need one more reason to do it, you provide American jobs by doing this. Pure Talk is run by a United States military veteran, is their CEO. Man, they want America to win and you will win if you switch to Pure Talk today. Use the code Benny to get 50% off. Zuckerberg's bombshell allegations come in the same week that a whistleblower revealed that the FBI forbade agents from investigating Hunter Biden's laptop under the 2020 election. So this is a story that we covered yesterday from Ron Johnson, who's a complete patriot, saying that the whistleblowers inside the FBI are saying that FBI leadership 
went down the line to the agents and saying, you better not touch this laptop. The reason why is we don't want to rig an election again. This according to Ron Johnson, who spoke with the whistleblowers. Ron Johnson saying that the whistleblowers claim, recently my office heard from individuals with knowledge of the FBI's apparent corruption. After the FBI obtained the Hunter Biden laptop in Wilmington, Delaware computer shop, these whistleblowers stated that the local FBI leadership told employees, you will not look at Hunter Biden's laptop information. The FBI is not going to change the outcome of the election again. That's a quote from sitting Senator Ron Johnson. Matched up with the quote, From billionaire founder of Facebook, CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, saying that the FBI went to him and his team and said, you better not be allowing this true information that is damaging to the Bidens to spread on your platform. You better not allow Americans to know true information. When pressed, Zuckerberg said, hey, we, this sucks, man. That's a quote. This sucks. This was a true story. The Hunter Biden laptop is real. And we de-boosted it on the platform because the FBI told us through unbelievable times that we are living through. Listen to Zuckerberg essentially apologizing for doing this and saying that the FBI lied to him. That turns out to be real. Is there regret for not having it evenly distributed? and for throttling the distribution of that story? What do you mean evenly distributed? I mean uh, evenly in that it's not suppressed. It's not Yeah, some... yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, it turned out after the fact, I mean, the fact checkers looked into it, no one was able to say it was false, right? So so basically it had this period where it was getting less distribution. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I but I think, like, I think it probably, it sucks though, I think in the same way that probably having to go through like a criminal trial, but being proven innocent in the end sucks. Like it still sucks to have, have, like that you had to go through a criminal trial, but at the end you're free. Mark Zuckerberg saying that it sucks and saying that, hey, listen, this laptop's real. No one's been able to prove it false. This laptop's real. And we limited its distribution because the FBI told us to. The FBI has a history of meddling in American elections. The FBI has a history of interference in American elections. Now, we're just going to go back to elections. How often has the FBI done this? That's a great question. How many times has the FBI covered up an Epstein story that was going to be run by ABC News? What if Facebook didn't exist? What if social media didn't exist? What if YouTube and Rumble didn't exist? Imagine how much less we would know as American people. Imagine how little we would understand about the world around us. How much have you been lied to? Are you over the age of 30? Well, then you lived in a world where there was no social media and where there wasn't the ability for Americans to network and gather collectively and to socialize over the social web and share information. Regardless of what that information is, that's a powerful, powerful tool. How often were you lied to by the corporately integrated, vertically collectivist DNC media apparatchiks. How many lies were told to you? Weapons of mass destruction and the start of the Iraq and Afghanistan wars are not even the tip of the iceberg. And by the way, we just want to take a moment and we want to say a prayer for the families who are mourning today. Please, there are 13 families plus a 
ton of extended family that are mourning right now because today is the one year anniversary where we lost 13 heroes in Afghanistan due to the incompetence and bungled extreme venality of Joe Biden. Joe Biden is an evil man. He pulled out of Afghanistan recklessly and with total abandon. Everyone knew he was going to get Americans killed. And on this day, one year ago, 13 Americans lost their lives in Kabul to a suicide bomber who the CIA was tracking, but according to recent reports, wouldn't allow them to take out, wouldn't allow them to kill this guy. And so instead, he killed 13 Americans. And Joe Biden watched their dignified transfers as those wooden coffins rolled off the plane with American flags on them. And Joe Biden checked his watch. You may recall. We certainly do. We remember and we honor those families. We pray for you. We are believers on this channel. We pray for you. We want you to know that you are not forgotten and that your child's sacrifice will not be forgotten. And we are working every damn day, grinding our fingers to the bone to ensure that people like Joe Biden never hold power again. We are sorry for you and God bless you. How many lies were told to you? Well, let's go back just two election cycles and look at what the FBI has done. The FBI interferes in American elections in order to assist Democrats. This is a danger to all of us. This is truly the critical issue and the seminal moment in our broadcasts over the last four weeks. We've been talking nonstop about the FBI rating Trump. We have brought on every single expert we possibly can to try and fill in the gaps. And we are very excited to announce that we'll be bringing on multiple members of the Trump family next week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to this space. Multiple members of the Trump family joining us next week, booked, locked, loaded, ready to go. We are busting our asses to make sure you know everything about the evils of the FBI and federal law enforcement and how they have rigged elections. But even we were stunned at this list. This is according to Paul Sperry on Getter, one of the best reporters out there saying a short history of FBI meddling in American elections. In 2016, they slow-walked a Hillary Clinton investigation and refused to prosecute her. Meanwhile, they launched Crossfire Hurricane and allowed the false Russia collusion narrative to be cooked up. That narrative destroyed Donald Trump's presidency. I would argue that Donald Trump deserves two more terms in office, that the two-term rule shouldn't apply because Donald Trump should be able to say, wait a second, the federal government sabotaged me and My entire presidency was kneecapped because of a lie distributed by my enemies and then pushed from inside of our government. In 2018, Robert Mueller led the Russia hoax investigation and Democrats dragged President Trump through the mud only to be exonerated. Trump was then impeached twice only to be exonerated in deep state coup attempts. In 2020, they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story, as we have covered. FBI agents and whistleblowers were, according to whistleblowers, FBI agents were told by the lead prosecutor to not touch the Hunter Biden laptop story because they're not going to rig an election again. This is the exact quote going back up. We're not going to change the outcome of an election again, according to FBI whistleblowers, meaning they changed the outcome of the election already meaning they already tried to rig the election for Hillary Clinton. And now in 2022, they're trying to do it again with the raid on Trump's home. Mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about that. We have peeled the onion layer back. Layer after layer after layer after layer. We have pulled it back and we have shown you this is about not the classified documents, the unclassified documents. 
let's say you're walking down the street and you see Paul Pelosi wobbling and wandering out of a bar and he offers to give you a ride home. Would you get in his car? Let's say Hunter Biden offered to take your laptop to the repair shop. Would you let him? Of course not, because you're a smart person. So why would you let Hunter Biden's father and Paul Pelosi's wife, Nancy and Joe, run your bank account? Of course you wouldn't. Why are you trusting these people to manage your money? They are doing a horrific job of it, and you can see the signs of that all around the country. Inflation is going insane. Inflation is real. The real CPI is at another 40-year high. The recession is real. They're lying to you. There is a recession, and if your money is tied up in the U.S. dollar, then you are messing with fire. You are getting inside of that passenger seat with Paul Pelosi at the wheel slurring his words. It's critical for you to take a hard look right now at your family's value, income, and savings and say, wait a second, it's time to diversify. Gold and silver is what I suggest through my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free information kit on how to diversify your savings with precious metals. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews. I myself have used Birch Gold and I now have some of my savings diversified into actual, literal, physical gold that I can hold in my hand and it is a wonderful feeling, ladies and gentlemen. Text Benny to 989898 to get a Birch Gold Info Kit today and start learning about real value. They're going after the Russiagate documents that implement and implicate the Russiagate hoax via the orders of Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Joe Biden. They know that those three, the witch's kitchen, these three are the ones who are going to be running against Donald Trump in 2024. And Donald Trump, Donald Trump, in his possession, has the key to expose them for their lies. According to Cash Patel, earlier this week, only 40% of the Russiagate investigation has been released to the public. Donald Trump has declassified it, yet it has not been released yet. The declassification process is a long one. And even though Donald Trump declassified it, doesn't mean we know everything there is to know about Russiagate. Donald Trump had those declassified documents in his personal private collection, we know that long-standing case law essentially allows a president to keep a private collection of presidential records unto himself, Bill Clinton being sued for his own private records in his sock drawer, and that Bill Clinton won that, and it's never been challenged. Donald Trump was keeping a private collection of documents as leverage, as protections against these monsters against these demons who truly will do everything they can for power. And we're about to show you that with Joe Biden in his speech last night, his rambling, insane speech last night to an empty high school stadium. (laughs) At least they didn't do the chalk outlines on the ground. That's what it's all been about. And if you've been watching this show, you'll know that these people are losing. And these are desperation attempts. And you should be repulsed. We want to say this, that human cyborg, Mark Zuckerberg, like the dude's not lying. And we want to thank Joe Rogan truly for getting at the root of this and for asking the questions and wearing down Zuckerberg to a point where he's just like, yo, this is what happened. The FBI marched into the Facebook offices with guns drawn with their FBI raid jackets 
smashed through the ceiling, kicked in the doors, smashed through the windows. Okay, I'm making all that up. But maybe, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. We'd love to ask. And then they said, you better censor this story that we know is true because it hurts our preferred candidate. Man. Yo, if you need any further evidence that this organization is satanic, that this organization, the FBI, the leadership of this organization is the banality of evil, that they are acting not in accordance with what it means to be an American or the laws they've sworn to uphold, but in the opposite They are oath breakers. They are defying and shredding the very constitution that exists right across the street from the FBI and the National Archives. That's where the constitution is held under that uh, Nicolas Cage bulletproof glass. The FBI, with every action like this, shreds and desecrates that document. They are traitors. They're oath breakers. They're shameful. They should hang their head in a bag. That leadership, that corrupt layer of just refuse at the FBI, sickening, repugnant traitors. And we implore and pray for a Republican majority with the balls and the iron in their spine to do something about it. Because if not, you're just going to be called fascists by Joe Biden. Whew, man, this was quite an event last night. Joe Biden had his first rally last night. Okay, Joe Biden's inside of a D.C. suburb in Maryland. Joe Biden went to the D.C. suburbs. This is how pathetic. This is how pathetic. <laughs> this is how pathetic libs are. Like they can't. You know, they know that they are so unpopular all around America. And we should have included the compilation of all of the times Joe Biden went to blue states like Massachusetts, California, Oregon, Washington, New Jersey. You know, Jill Biden got screamed at in Connecticut. This is how unpopular these people are. They can't go to these places without giant let's go Brandon parades happening outside of their events without getting screamed at. Joe Biden has to go to the D.C. suburbs and apparently bus in people into a high school gymnasium because they can't fill the gymnasium. Three quarters of the gymnasium is pressed. We'll show you the footage. But it's what Joe Biden said on the stage that we think is the most important right now. Joe Biden's saying essentially that uh, Republicans are fascists. Okay, very interesting. His rambling, nonsensical stump speech uh, had multiple times where he forgot where he was, who he was, couldn't speak the English language, where he wobbled around the stage and rambled. He was also interrupted by a heckler that screamed him down. It was like one foot in front of him. This dude was like screaming at Joe Biden. It stopped the event for like two minutes. Joe Biden responded thusly. Watch the uh, clips of Joe Biden's like haphazard, nonsensical ramble fest last night, interrupted by protesters and had to get his supporters busted completely and totally pathetic. Take it away. Two more senators. We keep the House and Democrats. We're going to get a lot of unfinished business. We're going to get if the Republicans really cared about reducing inflation, they would have voted for the Inflation Reduction Act. The very survival of our planet is on the ballot. All this. But none of our critics say inflation. You mean the global inflation caused by the worldwide pandemic and Putin's war in Ukraine? We keep the House and Democrats. We're going to get a lot of unfinished business. We're going to get done. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. And the whole notion of the burn it all down politics of MAGA Republicans continues to be 
a drum beat. But, but. No, 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 let him go. Let him go. Let, let him go. That's okay. Folks. 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 Ignorance knows no boundaries. But we never gave up. We never gave in. And we're delivering for the American people now. And now, even our critics have been forced to acknowledge real progress. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. Well, we don't respect you, Joe. <laughs> it's like, we don't, respect, we don't respect people who can't speak the English language. We don't respect people who consistently have a Werther's original stuck in the back of their dentures, who regularly have very dirty depends on stage, and who regularly cannot fill, while they can fill their depends, they cannot fill a high school auditorium. Check out this behind the scenes. This is from a verified white, this is from a verified account, a journalist cataloging exactly how Joe Biden couldn't fill a high school gymnasium last night and people had to be bussed in. Now, let me tell you the real secret about this because I worked in Washington, D.C. for 15 years. Leftists can't draw crowds because people don't care about them and they're not actually popular. Joe Biden can't draw a real crowd. That's why it's so funny when you look at Joe Biden's crowds, you've seen longer lines at Chick-fil-A at the airport. What happens is they go to the organizations of complete capture by the left. Now, these would be the unions, the teachers' unions, and so on, people that have to have Democrat bailouts in order to function, the IRS unions, and they load them up on a bus, and they take those buses to the events, and then they kick them off, and they hand them packs of cigarettes, and they say, thank you for coming. They go and pick up bums on the side of the road, and they hand them packs of Marlboros in order to go to these events. It's called astroturfing. There's no real support for leftists in this country. They're not the majority in this country. Their ideas are deeply unpopular. And that is why they have to astroturf. They have to bring in audiences for people like Joe Biden. That's exactly what happened. And this video exposes it. Take it away. Okay, so you can see the empty stadium there, and you can see the stadium was essentially empty until on that TikTok, they said, five buses just arrived. So the, the TikTok is filming there from the president. like, where is everyone? And then they say, oh yeah, five buses just arrived, and suddenly the place is filled up. Where'd the buses come from? Certainly wasn't people waiting for two days straight to go to the middle of a field in Ohio and see Donald Trump. That's the way Trump rallies go. This is the way that leftist rallies go. 
It's AstroTurf. It isn't real. It's all fake. It's fake. It's Fugazi. It's phony. Just like their arguments. The arguments of Joe Biden last night was that Republicans are semi-fascist. This is according to Politico's reporting. Biden at a private fundraiser before the event saying, we're seeing now either the beginning or the death knell of extreme MAGA agenda. It's not just Trump. It's almost semi-fascism. Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked on CNN last night, what exactly does semi-fascism mean? Is it like uh, fascism with less calories? Take it away. The president likened what he called extreme MAGA philosophy to semi-fascism. What exactly is semi-fascism, Corinne? So let me just first say this uh, tonight, uh, what you heard from this president, uh, Don. And again, thank you for having me, because this is really important. The American people have a choice in front of them. And the president laid that out very clearly, very powerfully tonight. When you look at what Democrats are doing and what they are delivering and what they have done, Don, in less than in less than two years, which is lowering costs on prescription drugs, lowering the energy uh, uh, costs, making sure that we have this historic uh, 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 legislation for to really deal with climate crisis. All of these things are important. Stand up for women. And they Standing are, Kareen. I want to get to all those things. With, with all due respect, no, but I, we no, have a short no. time. I'm going to get to all those things, but I just, if you'll answer my question, we can get to those I things. Am. What exactly I am. is I, semi-fascism? Don, I was just about to get to your question. Okay. I really was. But right. I want to, you brought me on the show for a reason, and I have to talk about I what understand the that. I just have tonight. limited Wait. time with you. I just want to make well, sure we get well, all these. By, by having this back and forth, we're actually taking away from the time. So here we go. Um, so what we are seeing from Republicans and what we have seen uh, from, from Republicans <clears throat> these past several years is that they are attacking our democracy. Uh, they are taking away our freedom. Uh, and they are trying to uh, put on the chopping blocks Medicare and Social Security. That's what we are seeing. And it's being done. If you look at the Republican Party, it's being done by this element, this MAGA element of the Republican Party. And that's what we are trying to prevent. That's what you heard from the president uh, today, that choice, what we're doing. Corinne Jean-Pierre couldn't answer the simple question, what is fascism? So I will do it for her. Happy to. Right before me is the definition of fascism as understood academically. So let's read it. A political system headed by a dictator in which government controls businesses and labor and opposition is not permitted. Centralized autocracy, militarism, forcible suppression of opposition. So I find it very interesting, given the definition of fascism and given our recent news cycle, that the same party that is using the FBI to suppress true information about their political rivals, as we covered with Facebook and Zuckerberg in the first story and Joe Rogan. I find it interesting that they're using the term fascism. I find it fascinating that the true fascistic organizations in this country, the FBI, raiding the political opponent of Joe Biden for no reason whatsoever, and we will see if the affidavit is released during this show. If it is released, we will cut directly to the affidavit, which is to be released at any moment. They've raided the political adversaries in order to try and commit a phishing scheme to put them in jail. They have passed bailouts and budgetary necessities for electric vehicles, for their friends in the EV and solar power industries, 
carving out massive multi-billion dollar bailouts for industries that they control. How does Nancy Pelosi have a portfolio worth $100 million if the definition of fascism does not apply to her? The definition of fascism is a centralized autocracy when the government and business are one. Tell me if that does not sound like BlackRock. Tell me if that does not sound like Nancy Pelosi, like Joe Biden, like Hunter Biden, and what we've learned about Hunter Biden's business dealings on his laptop. Tell me if the people who are screaming fascism right now are not the dictionary definitions of fascism in this nation. They are fascistic. They use federal law enforcement in order to promote their own political agendas, in order to oppress their political adversaries, and forcible militarism on the American people. Opposition is not permitted. Is this not exactly what we covered in our first story with the Hunter Biden laptop? With Mark Zuckerberg being told by the FBI to suppress it? They are the true fascists. The left is always the true fascism. True fascism always springs from the left. It's a Ronald Reagan quote. If fascism ever comes from, to, if fascist totalitarianism ever comes to America, it will be in the form of liberal fascism. It'll be in the form of leftism. Because it is only the left that wants to seize your guns, destroy fossil fuel powered cars, that want to lock you away in your home, that want to mask your children, that want to force upon you zero bodily autonomy, that want to harass and invade your privacy, that want to destroy their political enemies with the force of the government, and want to use militarism to defend themselves against you. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, that they called up the military to stand guard at the Capitol for six months of the year 2021. Six months. There was a permanent military barbed wired walled garrison. You versus them. Remember this. If fascism ever comes to America, it will be in the form of liberalism. And if you ever want to know what they're doing, just look at what they're saying about the other side. It is the iron rule of leftism. If you ever want to know what their strategy is, if you ever want to know what their evil designs are, you need to look at what they are doing to their opposition. Iron law. They are the true fascists. Made my blood boil when I saw that. Well, the judge has ordered the release of the Mar-a-Lago search warrant and the affidavit will be unsealed. It may be unsealed during this show. We will see. Judge Bruce Reinhardt ordered the redacted version of the search warrant affidavit that the FBI used on Mar-a-Lago to be unsealed Friday by noon Eastern Standard Time. By noon. So it is now 1140 Eastern Standard Time. We will see. Judge Reinhardt's order on Thursday came as the U.S. Department of Justice argued that portions of the affidavit should be kept secret. The affidavit was the basis of the search warrant that led to the FBI's August 8th raid on Mar-a-Lago where the FBI agents took several items from former President Donald Trump's estate, including multiple boxes of White House documents and potentially outside of the scope of the search warrant. What will happen today? Fox News has the breaking report. Take it away. 
Hey, good morning, guys. We can finally expect more insight on the raid of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, this following the judge's order to unseal the redacted affidavit to the public today. The judge stating in part, quote, he finds that the government has met its burden of showing that its proposed redactions are narrowly tailored to serve the government's legitimate interest in the integrity of the ongoing investigation and are the least onerous alternative to sealing the entire affidavit. The White House and Justice Department have fought to keep the document under seal, claiming a public release would compromise its investigation. The former president slamming the Justice Department for playing political games, saying, quote, the radical left Democrat prosecutors are illegally trying to circumvent for purely political gain the Presidential Records Act, under which I have done absolutely nothing wrong. They illegally raided my home and took things that should not have been taken. The FBI seized at least 20 boxes of items, including 11 sets of classified documents and Trump's passports. The Biden White House still claiming it was in the dark about the raid, despite President Biden waiving the former president's executive privilege. The president was not briefed. Uh, no one at the White House was briefed. We are not briefed on investigation. We did not know about that. We learned about that I, from I, I your reporting. That. Trump responding, quote, Joe Biden said he knew nothing about the break-in of Mar-a-Lago or the greatest political attack in the history of the U.S. Does anybody really believe this? Nobody really believes this. This is Joe Biden's Watergate 2.0. And it's far worse, of course, but this is Joe Biden's Watergate. Now, Joe Biden was alive and around. I think Joe Biden might have even been in the Senate during Watergate, so he should know how this works. You did know. Joe Biden did order this raid. We've covered the documents. The White House was working with the National Archives in order to execute this raid using a power that they don't have. The Wall Street Journal reporting this week with multiple federal lawyers in an op-ed saying, yo, there is no power in the National Archives to go raid a U.S. president. The National Records Act does not give them police power to go after Donald Trump. The entire thing is a joke. We look forward to seeing this affidavit because on the affidavit, we will see exactly how and why they had the right, they thought they had the right to raid Trump. Now, remember the affidavit for the spying on Trump, Crossfire Hurricane, what was on there? Ha, there you go. We finally got the affidavit. And what did it say? It said, steal dossier. That's what they used. That's what they used in order to spy on Donald Trump's campaign. The dossier created circu- the, circu- the human centipede of deep state DNC campaign corporate media. Here's how it works. DNC campaign creates fake document in order to slander and smear their opponents. They merchandise that to the media. The media report on it. And then the deep state, permanent state, use that reporting as the basis in their affidavits in order to spy on and destroy the candidates that are running for... I just can't believe we're seeing it again. Here we are. We're seeing it again. It's just Russiagate 2.0. Here we are. And we'll see more of the affidavit today. Judge Reinhardt, who approved the search warrant based on the affidavit, determined the federal government has met the burden of showing a compelling reason, good cause, to seal portions of the affidavit. LOL. Remember, this guy is a pederast protector. This is... Jeffrey Epstein's 
private attorney here, this Reinhardt. Reinhardt agreed to the DOJ's redactions because they would have revealed witness and law enforcement agent identities and the investigation strategy and the grand jury information. That's what they always say, sources and methods. Several corporate media outlets, along with Judicial Watch, petitions for the court to unseal the entire affidavit. Trump also said that he would encourage the immediate release. Search warrant. Judge Reinhardt's order on Thursday comes after the former president on Monday filed a motion requesting an independent review of the document seized during the raid. When was the last time a criminal demanded that all of the information get released? When was the last time you had O.J. Simpson being like, yo, give me that bloody glove. Not only do I want to put it on, I want to catch a football with it. I want to go out to dinner with it. Give me that bloody glove. I want to use it. Smack some people around. I want all the evidence released. When was the last time you saw a criminal behave this way? This is the way it always works. Remember when they said that Donald Trump did a quid pro quo on a, on a phone call with Russia with Ukraine about Russia, Hunter Biden, and Hunter Biden's business dealings. Remember, this is very important, that Donald Trump released the phone call transcript. So they were going to go weeks and weeks and weeks and talk about how he had this secret phone call with Donald Trump. Man, these people, their brains are so broke. But we are really on the, we're really on the back burner here because the ecosystem that is created, the witch's kitchen that is created, it's called the wrap-up smear. We played you the clip earlier in the week. It's the wrap-up smear. Nancy Pelosi was dumb enough to just say it. The wrap-up smear. We create the fake news. We merchandise the fake news. We get reporters to write it up. And then the FBI goes and commits fascistic, oath-breaking offenses against our own political enemies in order to destroy them. That's fascism. Joe Biden calls you a fascist sickening stuff. We'll see if the redactions come through. We're sitting here looking at the uh, breaking news. We have a whole team ready to put it up on screen. If the affidavit comes through, they've been ordered. They've been ordered to release it in the next 10 minutes. So we'll see. Till then, Donald Trump is cheerful and upbeat and looking ahead to 2024 amid federal investigation report says Donald Trump according to Business Insider here, is upbeat and cheerful despite the recent FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. That is exactly how Donald Trump should be because Donald Trump is winning on this issue. The FBI is losing. The deep state is losing. All polls show that this is boosting GOP enthusiasm. And in the state of Florida, which had their elections this week, there isn't like a, there, there was 24 different school boards that flipped, flipped from lib to DeSantis-endorsed Republican. So if that's not an enthusiasm gap, I don't know what is. And you're seeing victories across the country because of this. They're losing the narrative on this issue. They're selectively leaking. They're in total panic. And we're going to bring on the Trumps. We're bringing on Trumps next week on this program live. We'll devote the whole hour. Uh, I can't announce it right now, but we have members of the Trump family that will be joining us next week. And we're very excited about it. We're going to devote the whole hour to it. We're just going to go in on this. They're losing the messaging war. They're losing the narrative. It's why they go after people like Zuckerberg. It's why they come in. The FBI comes in with their guns and their, their, their law enforcement agents and try and threaten Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, whatever, for speaking the truth because they're losing the message. It used to be easy to control narratives in this country. Imagine how many lies you have received. If you are a 30-year-old, imagine how many lies you grew up with. If you're a 20 year old, or if you're like, if you're like a zoomer, you don't live inside of that broken ecosystem. Thank God. 
Rolls Royce is running the show right now. Royce over here, he's 20 years old, man. Royce was born with Wi-Fi. Royce was ready to go. He had social media. He was ready to go. He was able to like get democratized information. Decentralized information. This is what scares them the most. Donald Trump's cheerful because he knows he's winning. Since the FBI searches of this Florida club, winter residence on August 8th to recover classified documents and top secret items that he took while leaving the White House, Trump has kept his usual schedule playing golf, entertaining guests, hosting fundraisers in Bedminster. One person in Trump's orbit told Politico that Trump and his allies don't believe the former president is in legal jeopardy. They see this as just another headache to deal with and is a unnecessary issue when they could be focused on other things, like a potential run. A member of the Republican Study Committee, an influential group inside of House Republicans, told Politico that Trump is upbeat, not downbeat, at a dinner he had with Trump the day after the raid. One source close to Trump told Politico that a former president has delighted in seeing his supporters protesting and in joining with the GOP as he gears up for a 2024 run. His lawyers also filed a lawsuit asking the judge to appoint a special master to review the documents and materials seized by the FBI. Donald Trump is upbeat, We look forward to Donald Trump hitting the campaign trail in 2022. Get ready. You don't have to bust people in for these rallies. These ain't Joe Biden rallies. You don't have to draw chalk circles on the ground for Joe Biden supporters. Trump Trump rallies look like this. And Trump, he's got those moves. Take it away. Donald Trump dancing, Donald Trump moves. Can you do them? Can you do the Trump moves? Get ready, baby. Get ready. I can do the Trump moves. I've been practicing. This is totally on brand, by the way, for me. This is completely, this is, this is my range, okay? This is my range. Right there. And, by the way, like we want to state, and you may, may be able to, you may be able to see it, we want to state, we got our brand new merch up. We got Ron DeSavage. There you go. De Savage. Okay? Brand new merch. Talking about Ron DeSantis winning every single school board race that he endorsed in. Ron DeSantis running uh, uh, uncontested in the Republican primary in Florida, of course. And Charlie Crist won a, a human, uh, human tanned Q-tip, uh, won the right to get his ass beat. Uh, in Florida by 70 points by Ron DeSantis in November. Very excited. Very, very excited about that. Donald Trump has energy, baby. He's got the energy. People are more fired up than ever. In fact, there was a rap banger that was dropped and put to a very special truck. We saw this video on our friend Midnight Riders Telegram channel, Carly Bonet. We sure do love her, but this is a just spectacular clip. This is the energy. 
that the libs are going up against. This energy right here, Donald Trump truck plus anti-deep state rap, go. Let me know in the comments, which of you view, which, which of you, we're building a community here. Okay. We're building a community here. Which of you has that truck? Which of you made that truck? How did you get the Donald Trump in the back? How did you get Donald Trump up there in the back of the truck, like sitting there? I want to know. That truck is so based. That's so dope. Please, I will give you my address. Drive over here. I want to ride around my neighborhood in that truck. Which one of you own that truck? One of you knows who owns that truck. I want it. I want it. I'll pay for your gas. Come on down. We'll do the show from the truck. It'll be amazing. I want to do the show from the back of the truck with the Donald Trump, with the Donald Trump uh, uh, up in the up in the back. Okay, that's what I want. So if you own that truck, I must hear from you. My email is Benny at BennyJohnson.com. Also, if you had feedback on the show, we want to hear from you. We can toss the email up on screen. I want to hear from you. This is a community that we're building. I want to know what your feedback is. We are seeing record viewership thanks to you. We are working nonstop, day and night, night and day to bring you exclusive interviews, to bring you the biggest and best in the movement. And I want to hear from you and I want to hear what you wish we could cover. What should we be covering? What stories are we missing? We try so hard to stay based on this show. And so please let me know what stories we're missing right now. I want to hear from you. There's my email. Okay. That's the email. You can send me an email. Tell me if we've missed something. This is a you sponsored and run show. The show is built on you. The show is built on what you're interested in. I'm just a homie. I didn't go to any Ivy Leagues. I went to community college, baby. I was raised in Iowa, baby. I worked on a hog farm and was a waiter in order to pay for my college. Joe Biden ain't forgiven my student loans. I'm just a dude. I got a room temperature IQ, really solid, comfortable 75. And I'm just you, man. I'm just you. And so if you want something covered, if you want something talked about, and we're getting, we're getting like hundreds of thousands of viewers on these shows. And so we are ready to go. We're ready to blow this thing up. And we only say that not to brag. We say that to say you, thank you. It's this community that we are building. There's my email. Send me an email and let me know what you think we're doing right, what you think we're doing wrong, and what stories you think that we should be covering. And trust me, hear me on this. We listen to the emails and we go and we cover it. A good example is the Dutch farmers. We hadn't covered the Dutch farmers and somebody was sending us videos. They were like, yo, you are missing out on the biggest story. And we were like, oh, whoa. And then we did like two straight days on the Dutch farmers and their protest against the WEF and uh, them, they're trying to make you eat the bugs, live in the pod. So we are there. We read the emails. We, re- we can't respond to everything, but we read them. We see them. And we're ready to go. So thank you. God bless all of you. And God uh, should not bless the police officers at Uvalde. Uh, These specific police officers at Uvalde who are total cowards, also oath breakers, just like the FBI. Turn in your badge and step down. Uvalde's disgraced school police chief, Pete Andreano, is fired in unanimous board vote. Officers stood by while gunmen killed 19 students. Whoa. Hey, bad, no, 
Good. And thank God. Finally, these people need to pay. These oath breakers need to pay. That goes for the FBI as well. Any FBI agent who stepped foot inside of Mar-a-Lago should lose their pension, their badge, their gun. They should lose everything. Here's what happened in Uvalde yesterday. Clip E. Go. Also making national headlines, the Uvalde, Texas school board is voting unanimously to fire the police chief, Pete Arredondo. Uh, three months ago, a gunman took the lives of 19 children and two teachers inside Robb Elementary. Family members of victims and members of the community have been calling for his termination, saying he did not do enough to protect students and teachers during the shooting. Our babies are dead. Our teachers are dead. Our parents are dead. The least y'all can do is show us the respect to do this in the public. I have messages for Pete Arredondo and all the law enforcement that were there that day. Turn in your badge and step down. You don't deserve to wear one. Arredondo chose not to attend the school board hearing, instead releasing a 17-page statement calling the proceedings an illegal and unconstitutional public lynching. What a complete bastard, this guy. What a complete bastard. Scum, truly. Yo, there's, there's good cops and bad cops. There's good doctors and bad doctors. There's good reporters and bad reporters. What can you say? There's no such thing as a homogenous group of people. We're all fallen. So you got good and bad. And this guy is a bad guy. He sat by, it's coward, scum, oath breaker. Oath breaker. I got cops in my family. Do you got cops in your family? I bet you do. I bet you know a cop. If you're a normal American, you probably know a dude. You know a cop. And the first thing they'll teach you in school as you're going through training, and I got a, I got a, I got a, a young member of my family that's going through the police academy right now. And he's like, you know, the first thing they teach you is that the life of like the hostage comes way before your life, okay? And you are, the, your job based on society and your responsibility in society is to make sure that no harm comes to a regular citizen. And if that means that you have to lay down your life for those citizens, that's your job every day. That's why you wear a badge. That's the power that society places in you. That's why this scum is an oath breaker. This guy, Arredondo. Man, this dude is complete trash. He's out. He didn't attend the meeting. What a disgrace. This guy uh, was sent packing. Hit the bricks. Yavalde. Thank God. This guy didn't do anything while 17 children were slaughtered. I think 17. 19. 19 students were slaughtered. This guy's complete garbage. Good. 18-year-old gunman. Did you see the clips? You saw the clips. They had like blast shields. They had full tactical gear and weapons. They were like standing there ready to go. And this fat slob sitting there, coward. It's a coward, man. I wouldn't want this guy running the counter at the 7-Eleven that I'd get my gas at. And I hope he doesn't get that job either. He's the first officer dismissed over the bungled response to the May 24th strategy uh, with only one other officer, Uvalde Police Department, uh, Mayano Pargas, the city's acting police chief on the day of the massacre, uh, known to have been placed on leave for their actions during the shooting. Clean them out. Clean them out, man. If you can't do the first step that like my 18-year-old nephew knows as he's going through the police academy, you can't, you can't commit to the first step, which is that uh, your job that society places on you is to save the lives of these innocent children, then you're complete. You're complete scum. You don't deserve. You don't deserve your badge. It is now twelve, and the order to seal the affidavit 
has not been posted. So we got nothing yet, according to our team. So we'll jump to the next story. Here we go. Whistleblower says Twitter lied to Elon Musk about spam bots with possible implications for trial. So the Twitter whistleblowers are coming out now. They're coming out against FBI and FBI's uh, 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 election interference uh, as it pertains to Facebook. And now Twitter whistleblowers are saying, hey, yo, Elon Musk has a case here because Twitter is lying. The whistleblower who served as Twitter's chief security officer, whoa, that's pretty big, said in a regulatory filings obtained by the Epoch Times, great great publication there, that the social media company misled the tech entrepreneur Elon Musk with a number of bots on the platform and possible implications for a legal battle between Tesla chief and Twitter. Peter Zaccato, who has publicly come forward as the whistleblower, made a series of explosive allegations regarding Twitter's cybersecurity policies and disclosure filed in a July uh, representation with federal regulators, including the claim that Twitter is lying about bots to Elon Musk. Yo! So... That made very clear when Elon Musk essentially bought Twitter, right? So we'll see what happens. We'll see what's going to go down. But when Elon Musk essentially bought Twitter, your boy over here got 100,000 followers in one month. Now, I'm not saying I'm some Twitter genius. I'm just saying that they were able to take off whatever chains I had on my account. Suddenly, I get 100,000 followers? This is the same thing that we're talking about at the top of the hour with Facebook. It's the exact same thing. This is the moment where you see the beast exposed. What they do on Twitter is they are able to make sure that guys like me can't be heard. They artificially, they don't rip me off the platform. I've never been banned from the platform. They've had, uh, they've been upset at certain tweets, right? That we have to delete because of this thing or that thing. They never ban me from the platform. What they do is they make sure that we can't be seen or heard. And Twitter has said that. And so they de-boost guys like me, and then they artificially inflate people like Barack Obama, who ended up losing like millions of followers. So Elon Musk takes over, and suddenly Barack Obama and everyone on the far left loses millions upon millions of followers? This is fake. Fagazi, Fagazi, these aren't real. They aren't real platforms. What they are is they're echo chambers in order to create a false universe, a fake universe where Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation and where millions of people want to follow Barack Obama. It's not real. It's not a real universe. So they're created essentially to create their own metaverse, for lack of a better word, a fake reality where the left is propped up and the right is degraded. And then they can de-boost and down-boost accounts like mine. So this is what this Twitter whistleblower is saying. Zaccato's disclosure alleges that Twitter uses an opaque metric called monetizable daily active users rather than an earlier metric of total monthly users that was subject to big swings, including when spam bots and accounts were removed. From Twitter's perspective, the monetizable daily users is an improvement because internally, to define a monetizable formula, they thereby report the number that would reassure shareholders and advertisers, the disclosure states, adding extensive bonuses, adding that executive bonuses, forgive me, which could be in excess of $10 million, are tied to the monetizable daily user growth. So it's fraudulent. They're just a fraudulent company. The disclosure alleges that Twitter executives are incentivized to avoid counting spam bots in order to get big fat bonuses. And you have this like uh, disgusting, I can't remember what her name is. Um, Agarwal, I think. Uh, uh, There's Twitter lawyer, the chief counsel, ALX, who's this lady? Uh, uh, 
what do we got? The most recent update sitting here. Okay, so the legal affidavit is crashed. So now there's a 404 and crashed on the site. Got it. Okay, so there's nothing yet. But anyway, the uh, uh, okay, Vijaya Gade. Vijaya Gade is sitting there uh, making $17 million a year at Twitter. $17 million a year. Why? Because she helps prop up this fake universe of leftist promotion. We don't really know, it was the response, according to the disclosure, of the number of bots on the platform. And the reason why Elon Musk is pushing this is because, well, yo, the number of users on a platform is directly tied to that platform's worth. And so if Elon Musk is going to be buying Twitter for 55 billion bucks, well, then he better damn well know exactly how many monetizable users there are on the platform, because that's the value of the platform itself along with other esoteric things that Elon Musk may be able to come up with, but there it is. So that is why this is such a huge legal fight. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sitting here looking at a... What are we looking at, guys? We're looking at the release. The judge has ordered the unsealing, and the site has crashed for the unsealing of the Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago affidavit. So again, we have been trying to... We've been trying and waiting. Now it's seven minutes past the time that they were supposed to unseal this affidavit. And we are waiting for this unsealing to happen and hadn't happened yet. Dems the brakes. That's the way she goes. My producer is getting a hold of me right now. We'll see what he has to say. The Pacer site has crashed. And everyone is refreshing the court system site to get the Mar-a-Lago affidavit. So, ladies and gentlemen, it sounds like we're just going to need to go live later today with the affidavit and what was in it. Because right now we have no further updates. And the crappy site crashed just like the Joe Biden student loan site crashed, just like the Obamacare site crashed. These people are incompetent. They're evil and they hate you. And that's too bad. But the good news that we can walk into our weekend with is twofold. One. We can save this country. All America's ever needed is a group of devoted, best patriots, based patriots, who are joining together in order to save this place. It's all this country has ever needed. We've been up against some pretty bad dudes, some pretty bad guys, including but not limited to continental armies that occupied this country. The reason we have a fourth, a first, third, and second amendment is because of those continental armies. We won that war because dudes inside of inside of pubs with leaflets and memes were making cartoons of King George, okay? Like we were able to organize and we were able to meet in taverns. And that's sort of what we view this place as. We want to say thank you. We have some really special things on the horizon. We did launch our store. I think we can put up the URL and the images of the store. We did launch our store with some pretty pretty sweet merch. So we encourage you to head on over to BennyJohnson.com. It's also up on social media, on our social media accounts. We encourage you to head on over there. We have the DeSavage shirt. We have Tucker Carlson, Thug Life shirts. It's all on there. We have the Thug Life line. That's what we're launching with, our Thug Life line. You got the Don. You got Supreme. You got Tucker Carlson. Click on the Don. Don. I want the Don. The cigar. Yeah. Yeah, baby. The Don. He's coming for you. That's why we do the show. We do the show to make culture, to make a community, to create a community and let you know that you're not alone. Yo, if you are thinking logically and if you are thinking patriotically about this country and what the hell is going on, look at this. $2 gas. 
go up. $2 gas, the wall, no new wars, cheap groceries, and mean tweets. That's what I want, baby. That's the life I want. So if you support this show, the, the best thing you can do is just click, like, subscribe to our podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and share the show. If you want to support us further, head on over to the store, order a shirt. They're sweet shirts, man. We love them. They're sweet shirts. We're proud of them. We're going to be increasing the Thug Life line. Make, make culture. Make culture. Make culture. All right? And be unashamed because we were born free men and women. And the only way we're going to stay that way is if you and I are able to laugh in the faces of these communists, these true fascistic goons who want to destroy this beautiful place. It is the greatest country on earth. So we're going to keep memeing. We're going to keep fighting. And we're going to do it because we have our priorities in order. God, family, country. That's what we care about. And we are optimistic. We are optimistic. We are ready to go. We are ready to dance, and we will dance you off into the weekend. Rolls-Royce, can we, and we... I call him Rolls-Royce because his name is Royce. Great dude. We're setting up... We're going to set up a... Set up the... Uh, we're going to introduce you to a lot of the staff. We had, like, four members of the Benny Show staff come on this, this week. Amazing. We're so proud of the team that we're building. We thank you for helping us. Rolls-Royce, can we play the Trump dancing video to send him off into the weekend? With some joy. Yes. God bless you. Here's Trump dancing. Be uplifted. We're happy. They're miserable. We win. Go.